0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time.
1: In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about Hill, Pepper Pig, and we have part one of our interview with Abby Barley from the Yorkshire Air Ambulance. Welcome
2: one and all to another episode of The Kindness Project. I'm joined by a man who looks like he's drinking something he's not enjoying, um... Uh, I'm joined by a girl who has lost the green beanie from last time. I don't know where it's gone to. Oh, it is there. And we're joined by a man who is chilling on his sofa while he joins us in the uh, in the Zoom call today. Uh, welcome, everyone. How are we doing today? What's up? Good. Well, what? Good.
0: Is that all we get? Good. Good.
2: Aren't you guys going somewhere today or some point? This
0: oh, day? where are we going? <laughs> Oh, where are you going? We are going. <laughs> Can you guess from that song, Charlotte? Yeah, no, I talked to
2: Mom
0: about it yesterday. You're going oh. to
2: Oh, so <laughs> you know. That's
0: why I brought it up. All right, okay. So we are we are going to Jurassic World. <laughs> right. Uh, should we do a talk about it as it's a podcast? We are going to <laughs> Jurassic World. Uh, in in London, clearly not the real Jurassic World, but uh, a representation of the Dinosaur Island. I don't, if somebody said to you, "I had created Jurassic World in real life," would you want to go? Yes, you would.
2: So, what about that TV show you watch They did on Netflix. Oh, about where- me! Where they had all those kids on the island, and they got stuck on the island with all the dinosaurs, and they had to run for their life every episode. Don't don't make me cry, Charlotte. What? They had to leave Bumpy behind. So no. no.
0: Right. So what's this, what's the this show? Tell us about the show. Um, it,
2: it's the Jurassic World show.
0: It's it's Jurassic Worlds. cartoon. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right, and like. And one of the kids' dads died. And then they met a dinosaur and See. they named it Bumpy because it had mismatched horns. And it was one of the kids' best friends. And then they all left the kid and Bumpy behind. Did and they then, go back to the, the kid? No, he, no, no, he, fell, he back. fell off of the train. Yeah, and he he met, the he train. met Bumpy again. Yeah. Next. And then they found him. And Next then,
0: time on and TV reviews of Netflix kid shows.
2: And then I was crying.
0: <laughs> did, did you get upset that <laughs> the, the, the Bumpy didn't make it? Maybe
2: it wasn't a show enough. He, no got, he had to be left on the island. Okay. Oh, well, he no, didn't, he
0: didn't. So a dinosaur gets left on an island full of dinosaurs. Why is that sad? sad.
2: Because he was the because boy's best friend.
0: All right, okay, fair enough, Russ. What um, what kids TV show would you like to review on this special edition, yes. Kindness yes. Project Kids TV Edition? Definitely not Jurassic. I don't know where it was called. Cause... What was no, it called?
2: Camp Cretaceous. All right, okay, Russ. Feel Just free
0: to review. Feel free to watch. review a TV show of your vintage. Um, kids TV show only. Uh-huh. I'm still recovering from the loss of Bumpy, to be honest.
2: Bumpy's <laughs> <I'm laughs> gone! I'm still, like, recovering from the episode of Doctor Who that came out recently. Oh, that, that
0: was, was good. good. <laughs> that was good. If you... Sorry, there will be some spoilers, Doctor Who spoilers. Did you watch it, Charlotte? Did you watch yeah, it
2: yeah, I watched it. Yeah.
0: I, I definitely um... didn't see that coming.
2: No, well, I thought I was going to, like, move on to... um. How do you pronounce his
0: name? Yeah, the new guy. Yeah,
2: the new guy.
0: It wasn't the new guy; it was the old guy. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: uh, but I'm sure that in the next uh, series it will transition to the new guy at some and point. And Catherine Tate's back.
2: Yeah. I wonder is. how they're going to work that. Oh, yeah, yeah but
0: um, the the reality is, uh, did you watch it, Sophie? I watched parts of it.
2: Didn't you?
0: you watched parts I of watched it.
2: I watched the
0: in part. Um, Oh, yeah, Butin was in it, and it was the master. That was good. Um, I liked it at the end. The, that was with the
2: support group.
0: That was great. The, um... Oh, yeah, the support group was was, was funny. So many really well.
2: familiar faces, man.
0: Yeah, but, like, Doctor Who is good with that, because they do loads of, like, throwbacks to sort of previous eras and generations and stuff like that. I think the first episode I ever watched might have been a... Uh, Ace one, so seeing Ace in it was uh, a, a, an interesting uh, perspective on it. However, the other thing that I want to talk about when it comes to old TV shows is, did anybody see Strictly Come Dancing over the weekend? No. Raz? A uh, bit. bit. That surprises me, because I know you're a Strictly Come Dancing fan on the choir. I, I, I don't like a bit of Strictly Come Dancing, um, but on on this uh, on this episode they had um uh, all they were celebrating bb the a hundred oh, yeah. yeah I did see it all right okay all of it and well t- I see Tony Adams still grandstand and yeah. I see um, I mean bless him. he's trying his best' didn't he I see him well <laughs> <laughs> he's trying his best. Um, uh, but he's not a natural I'm dancer I'm wondering if that's Arsenal fans voting for him you know uh, you know what it could be but I think we like an underdog in the UK don't we so mm-hmm. it's like but the reason that I mentioned it is because one of the dancers I can't remember which one did the uh, Grange Hill theme tune bus. Yeah. and that is an absolute banger isn't it well, absolute banger Wangie was big in his day, wasn't it? So, well, in, in our day, in the eighties, yeah, in it, our it was, day, yeah, it, 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 was, it was quite good, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, oh, um, all good. what's the best theme tune of your generation, Charlotte?
2: Um, I don't know. There's a lot of theme tunes I like. Um, like, soap. <laughs> Soap's got an answer. I can see it in her eyes. Boys, um, boys peppa
0: pig, peppa pig. <laughs> oh you know what i remember walking around there's a place in the uk international listeners called poulton's park and, and it is a shrine to peppa pig um and you wander around and i mean Sophie was at an age where she appreciated this did you come with us
2: Charlotte? yeah i was there uh...
0: And basically, you wander around for four hours, and all you can hear is the Bebba Bee theme chat. I've, I've not on been... On repeat. Have you not been? No. Well, as <laughs> you've got no kids, I'd be surprised. Um, okay. Nowhere I would like to visit, though. Go on. Legoland.
2: Legoland's
0: good. Uh, I think that's good for kids and adults. Legoland. I've got Legoland. Um, okay, i Um, and Legoland. I'll, I'll, and and Sophie has just gone to get her Legoland sword that she got um, that you're very familiar with us because every no, time you turn I'm up really? at my house, I'm, um, I'm she down, snaps you with it. I'm down at the end of November, so 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 Sophie, well, <laughs> make sure you keep it safe. If yeah, Sophie's ready with a Sophie's ready with a sword already. She's there. I don't know um, if
2: you have got that Legoland. Um,
0: it literally says Lego on it. Yeah, it's
2: a Lego yeah. Why do I remember you getting a sword from... Where's that place in France? Paris? Oui. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk. What are you laughing wow. at?
0: What are you laughing at, Russ? That is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> How would you her like that? <laughs> oh, I, God, like, sorry, where I are God, you going Well you mean Paris. <laughs> right, is Paris? I mean,
2: a place, Paris,
0: I would say Paris. Is Paris a place in France? I'm
2: talking about uh,
0: like it's a city in France. Yeah. I actually I, I am a Bernie now, but I don't I don't see that to be honest.
2: Um but
0: Asterix Land you're talking about. Yes. Charlotte. Yes. Fair enough. That was amazing. That's the time where you uh, threatened to go on the double loop, the loop, but didn't. Um, and we went on a was...
2: solar ride, and we got to the top of the big bump, and I uh, thought I was going to die the entire way down. You didn't. Uh, and you I didn't. I didn't Spoiler, alert. Spoiler alert.
0: Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, can I? Can I just? Um, sorry. Through this episode, I've been drinking a smoothie that um, so Sophie, very kindly made, um, and here's a little warning, chats. when you're making this movie, don't overload it, because there is banana in it, there is spinach in it, banana and spinach on the, on its own would have been fine, there's also an entire apple, and it's congealed into oh, the, um, the only description I could... I can really keep
2: look at see her laughing in the background. So uh, huh. you learn your lessons with smoothies, apples and oranges, you don't do. They're just um, too bitsy.
0: Too you bitsy. Can't drink it's like a paste. <laughs> 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 I could I could put this on tongue stress, genuinely. That's how thick it is. <laughs> um uh, the the <laughs> the only way I describe it now, I mean it started off as a liquid. Is a solid.
2: I've
0: um, made that mistake before. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm trying to rejoice it, but I'm literally every time I take a mouthful, I'm chewing my way through it. And that yeah, I don't want that in a drink. So do I really? <laughs> this is how bad it was, right? So if you did it and then do you, want to, do you want to comment on this as opposed to laughing in the background? <laughs> Sophie did it and then went, head, I've made you a smoothie. I was like, you haven't a glass? No. <laughs> 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 there you go, that's why. you did have a glass that they put in the <laughs> bin.
2: <Rainbow glasses. laughs>
0: she had a tiny glass. I've got a pint glass. So, so it doesn't go to waste. Anyway, on that note, let's move on with the show. Kindness news our two kind people of the week. And Charlotte Oh, sorry Charlotte. And Charlotte's gonna tell us a little bit about Theo Harvey while I drink my solid smoothie.
2: Yeah, sorry for the delay. I got distracted by Soph breaking her sword in the background of your video. (laughs) (laughs) Theo Harvey. Theo lost his sight after developing a brain tumour at age 9 and has since spent months in hospital for treatment of benign tumours. Inspired to help others living with sight loss, 15-year-old Theo set out to fundraise to name as many guide dog puppies as he can for guide dogs. So far, Theo, who currently has a buddy dog from the charity and hopes to have his own guide dog one day, has raised more than £10,000. To name puppies Theo, Harvey, William after his grandfather, and Kit after his brother. Theo, who lives in Aberde- Aberdeenshire, Shire, raises money through Shire, Shire. Shire, challenges and tandem bike rides, and is well on track to naming his fifth puppy.
0: Amazing, and uh, I, I mean, we we know through sort of a couple of personal experiences the amazing work that guide dogs do. So- supporting blind people um uh with you know mobility and the the ability to live their lives in a way that um we just take for granted so um amazing work theo harvey um i realize now that i should have gone for theo harvey because the, the other person we want to showcase is called Bryn Haltwell, um, which I hope I've pronounced correctly, Bryn, so if I haven't, let us know. Uh, but um, uh, uh, Bryn is another teenager. Teenager Bryn has taken part in a long-distance wheelchair challenges since 2020 to fundraise for Ability Shetland, the charity that helped to support him uh, in his love of absolute doors uh Brin, 17 has autism adhd severe asthma and fixed ankle contractures and relies on a wheelchair to get around in attempt to give back to the charity in 2020 he decided to push himself 1679 miles a distance to equivalent to the length of the shetland coastline <laughs> The um, following year, he willed the distance of 16 half marathons in the month, leading up to his 16th birthday. This year, he set himself the challenge of travelling the 84-mile Hadrian's Wall Trail. Green, who lives on Shetland, has inspired followers on social media by promoting inclusivity, particularly in sport. I love that. Um, And what it shows me is, Uh, uh, both Bryn and uh, Theo, that um, despite having challenges in life, you can actually give back, help, support, um, particularly when you're grateful enough to have received assistance from that charity. And It sounds like Theo and Bryn uh, have both done that. What do you think, Charlotte?
2: Yeah, it's like they're taking the thing that sort of help them and using it to help other people. If that yeah. makes sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're they're taking the you know the the thing that supported them and saying we know the good that this can do. Um so we want to make sure we I've got the sneeze coming. It's coming.
2: Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: sneeze noises um
2: yeah uh, i had one earlier as well and i'm just like
0: sorry did you just sneeze into your shirt why is that a thing
2: well it doesn't go everywhere it goes in there
0: you know (laughs) but it goes into your shirt on the inside Mm. surely your sneezes are better of staying away from your body
2: but i don't have any tissues nearby
0: that is quite handy nearby. nearby nearby like you haven't got any tea bags nearby could you buy some from the shop no no no, no, up, no, no up up the i of just didn't want to get way. up and
2: miss anything
0: oh Russ has got some why have you got a toilet roll just by your over Russ? i've had a particularly runny nose this well last week and beginning of this week the, the
2: Russell will grab the toilet roll and throw it all the way to Glasgow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, Can you? Uh, the only thing I've got is this, which I use to clean my table, my desk.
0: Yeah, you, you, you need, you you need, you need tissues to hands. You need tissues to hands. That clearly Russ has got. Um, uh, but do not. We are trying to teach our adult child about independence at the minute, Russ. So yeah. do not send that toilet roll up to Charlotte. All right. Okay, <laughs> to. Uh, Good.
2: That reminded me of that meme, uh, meme format.
0: What meme format?
2: Uh, do not. It's a quote from a movie, um, uh, I think it's a TV show, uh, Wait, but it's become a meme format. You like you a
0: sure I can't send the toilet roll, but can I send it a separate sheet? Yes. <laughs> send one sheet a week. <laughs> Send one, one separate square sheet away.
2: If you're going to send it, please inform me because packages uh, sometimes don't go directly in my mailbox. Oh, well,
0: I'll be telling oh, you. I've just got this oh, image no, of somebody, somebody else in your blogger flats opening a parcel and just finding one sheet of toilet roll. No, that would, to, be, that would be... The weirdos- the huh? <laughs> with my name and address on the bag. Huh? With my name and address on the bag. What would you... If somebody... That'd be proper random, wouldn't it? It would be random. If somebody sent you a parcel, you didn't know it was coming, and it was just literally, as we're threatening to do at the minute, Charlotte, one tea bag. what would you think? Well, let me tell you, I received a parcel the other day. I forgot I ordered it. What? (laughs) Received it. I was so desperate to open it. I thought, great, I bought myself something. And it's so be... you bought yourself something, and you couldn't remember what you bought yourself. I, I didn't. Re- I didn't remember ordering it. Then I have opened it up. It turns out it was something Kelly had ordered for work. It was salt and pepper shakers. So I got all excited. I bought myself something just to be let down by these salt and pepper shakers.
2: <laughs> How big was the package?
0: The box was like that. What? Um, it was well for 14 Sorry, we, we do we do recognize we're on a podcast so you going like that Sorry, it, was, it, it would have been a large parcel in royal mail a large parcel in royal mail and you got disappointed by, i thought you were going to pick something really bizarre there russ no it but... was not pepper shakers Kelly had ordered i hadn't even ordered them right had ordered them and not told me and I think context. we're I think uh, I think we're all a bit underwhelmed by that story. <laughs> yeah, so. right. a yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I was yeah. underwhelmed as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe
2: that was the the intent of the story was what? to, yeah, to if you you never
0: underwhelmed. you never wanna you never want to tell a story and leave somebody underwhelmed, dear. Like can you believe what happened to me the other day? I was waiting for the bus, and then the bus turned up, and I can't it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like <laughs> you don't want to underwhelm somebody when you tell a story. You want to overwhelm them. I had to... To, to be there, though. To...
2: You
0: had to be there, Right, <laughs> put like put me there emotionally, Russ. Right? Mm. You're at the you're at the um, you're at the door. Bus arrives. You're excited. It was elation. Elation. Good word. We then like that I brought, word. Then I brought it in, Kelly opened it up. We're debating why she's opening it. Ooh, what am I ordered? Curiosity. Curiosity, yeah. What? And then how did the how did it end emotionally? Kenny took the paper out bit by bit. You know the paper they pack it in. Yeah, go on. It turned out in with someone perpetrated. And what emotion then am I, I meant to be there. feeling?
2: Then come Sandwich. in the disappointment.
0: Oh, dis- disappointment. <laughs> exactly how I feel about that story. And I. <laughs>
2: That's- that's like if you were trying to tell a horror story and you were like, "I heard movement inside," and then you go in, and it's oh, the window was left open. I
0: mean that. I mean that. I mean, I, I mean, it was good was up cool. to the point that where I don't think you should ever end a story on being underwhelmed. Do you know what I mean? Disappointment. Uh, look, up to you, Raz. You tell your own stories. Do it whatever way you you want to. I don't know if I want to end on. Oh, it was sort of feather shakers. <laughs> on that note, let's talk about uh, the amazing guest that we've got on this week. Um, I got—I was speaking at an event up in Yorkshire uh, a few weeks ago, uh, uh, and got talking to one of the uh, people who worked for the organisers of the event, uh, who introduced me to the amazing Abby Barbie Bar- 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 from. Um, yorkshire air ambulance uh, abby's uh, uh, really lovely uh, does an amazing job for the yaa and i wanted to share her story so let's go into part one of the interview with abby well thank you for joining us on the kindness project really appreciate you uh coming on and, and sharing uh, a, a bit about yorkshire air ambulance how are you today
1: good Good, busy. Nice, enjoying the peace and quiet at home, actually. Oh, good. Is so Friday,
0: Friday's working, at, working from home day for you as well, is it? It
1: is, yeah. Yeah, it's the day I like to kind of keep do my admin, get caught up for the week and plan for the week ahead. You know
0: what, I, I, when lockdown ended, I was, um, like, in my work life, I was super keen mm. to go back. And, you know, that camaraderie you get in the office yeah. and you know, everybody's everybody's together. Um, but now I've realised, actually, that hybrid working model actually is perfect because you actually, when you're at home, you actually yeah. get to do some of the jobs that yeah.
1: you
0: get distracted away from when you're in the office, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, so I, I live quite close to the office, um, and my daughter's nursery is just around the corner, so it does make sense for me to go in whilst I'm down there and work in the office. um. But I just like a Friday to kind of get my head down and, and yeah. get caught up with things, so it's, it's yeah, good.
0: And I I mm. sort of, um, just before we came on the podcast, we were having a good chat about kids and mm. the C-word, uh that we're not going to talk about because it's no. october too early. why are you too early too i early. did share a story of um some really embarrassing headgear um because my daughter i can't believe i'm saying this on the podcast to uh, like however many downloads we get but um uh my daughter who's 10 did build me a really nice sunflower hat this week um what's the thing that your kids have made you that you go yeah i'm i'm sort of i'm really proud of you but now you're making me either wear this or play with this
1: oh god there was one year um my son sebastian is seven now um it was when he was at nursery and he was in the preschool room right and it was valentine's and he came home they'd made plant pots out of um tins like bean tins and um And they they've got some aloe vera cuttings and they put them in it. In fact, i have still about five years ago. This aloe vera plant is completely my, my husband's nurtured it and it's gone massive. Oh, nice. But the little um, the tin can that was like the plant pot, they'd they'd done it in the woodwork office, and it had got hooks. And screws. (laughs) That looks quite dangerous. And then he got a red permanent marker pen and and coloured some of it in so it looked like there was blood running down it. (laughs) And then I, I remember putting... Putting a post on my social media page saying I don't know if my son loves me or wants to kill me oh. because this I'm surprised they absolutely I'm doing it because there was some quite sharp implements on it. Yeah, gotcha. it, it had like hooks and screws and and bits out and it it looked like some sort of torture device. And it you, was, know,
0: you know you what it's, it's you like you try and I think you're right. You're trying to indulge your kids, mm. particularly when it comes to creativity. Mm.
1: Um,
0: but there was a um there was a time during lockdown so Sophie. Sophie's quite musical, so mm. she does like piano and clarinet and stuff like that. And there's a photo. I, I don't know if you remember these ruts, but there was a there's a photo of during lockdown one. I'm just trying to get some work done on my laptop, and uh, Sophie just said, "Dad, have a listen to this song I've been practicing," and just decided to play this clarinet straight into my ear. And there's I a photo of me just going like that. The um, with, the, with the caption, has lockdown ended yet? Um, uh, and it was only about a week in. Um, mm. But yeah, you, we're not here to talk about kids or lockdown. We're here to talk <laughs> about the Yorkshire ambulance. But before we do that, tell us a little bit about you.
1: Uh, so I am originally from the southwest of Scotland. I was born and bred up there, and we moved when I was about 15 to Yorkshire. Um, we moved to Weatherby, which is kind of north Leeds, through my dad's work, and I ended up going to high school in Weatherby, did my levels, and then I uh, got a place at Huddersfield University, um, to do a degree, um. It wasn't the best time of my life unfortunately my mum died very suddenly in my first term and, and I had that to deal with but I managed to complete my degree um, and then kind of fell into the world of advertising agencies and that's where I started my career in Harrogate working for an agency and um, from there uh, I, I ended up moving client side um, and I worked to, went to work for a a house builder um, that had a social housing arm and a private housing arm in Halifax at the time um, and had a great few years there at the start of my marketing career and then sadly was a victim of the first recession in October 2008, got made redundant and just at that point um, the Yorkshire Ambulance were recruiting for a marketing and communications executive um, and I applied for the job literally at the 12th hour. Um, the closing date for applications was 10 o'clock on the Friday and I think I saw the application at four o'clock on the Thursday night. I hand wrote my application. I remember scribbling it out in blue pen. It was kind of at that point back in 2008 where it was acceptable to still handwrite, write or email. And I remember <laughs> flying down to Halifax the next morning and ran and handed it in in, in person. Um, and kind of the rest's history Fifteen, fourteen 14 years later. I'm do still. Do you
0: think? I mean, I, I don't know if anybody's ever spoken to you about this, but do you think that in a world where we do everything electronically, just, and again, no, we're going back now, since mm. 2008, 2009, do you reckon just handing it in made a difference? Has anybody ever told you?
1: No, yeah. Well, yes, and no, I don't think it did. Oh, um, right, okay. Because I, whether i should have been or not but at one point a few years later um i i was i I saw they still had all the paperwork from other candidates and my boss at the time actually talked me through why i was successful and why the other candidates weren't um and so um no luckily that didn't have anything to do with it um um, I wasn't the strongest candidate, it turned out, but also the strongest candidate was already asking to change the working pattern and the salary and this, that and the other, which would put them off.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the strongest candidate was actually overqualified and um, turns out I'd pitched it just about right. So.
0: Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. So you've been with your Air ambulance there long?
1: Uh, I'll be 14 years in December.
0: December
1: Amazing. 15th, I think, I started.
0: Um, mm. and we 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 talked about kids, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So how old are the kids now? Yes. Yeah, so what do they do?
1: the time there, I've had um two babies in a marriage. <laughs> um, uh, so in my older. there's uh, so a baby, a wedding, and then another baby. So did we? Yeah. So, so we we didn't we had no intention.
0: I, I don't know what happened with you. But we had no intention of of getting married. We were like Charlotte was around, who's yeah. my oldest, is eighteen now, um, and um, uh, we we actually were really a happy family, and it was it was all good. And then Charlotte got to an I don't know what your point was or whether it was always part of the plan, but Charlotte got to an age where um, she was asking why. Cassie had a different name to to her and mm. me and it was like you know it's not going to change the dynamic of the relationship mm. but should we just get married what was your story
1: um so I'd been with my now husband um for we we met when I worked in the construction company uh, that's what Matt does um and uh we we got together um and then we dated for about a year and then we moved in together and and pretty much from that point when are we getting married when are we getting married when are we getting married? Frick, was that you or him? Not me. When are we getting right. married? When are we getting married? When are you going to marry me? And it became a bit of a running joke. And if you ever meet my husband, he will not be pushed into anything. He's quite a quiet character, doesn't like being the centre of attention. So yeah. wedding to him was probably quite happy.
0: stoic, right? I'll, I'll make the choice when I make the
1: choice. Yeah, won't be right. pushed into it. Won't be told what to do. And we were at that point in our lives, so we're kind of our mid twenties. Um, pretty much three years worth of hen- you know, everybody gets married at the same time, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and don't every check. wedding you go to, it'll be your turn next, come on, Max, your turn next and then there was when um, we waited and waited and then uh, the year I went, I was going 30, we'd planned to go to Las Vegas and I'd built, oh God, it's going to happen in Las Vegas, is going to propose and, and we talked about having a family and and I was like, I want to get married I'd been brought up quite traditionally, Know I yeah. want to get married first and um went to las vegas and and decided um that we were gonna start trying for a family that um when we got back um but one of the conditions is um i would have a baby before we got married On the proviso that when the child started school that i didn't want him going to school without the same surname as me yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and it's everybody each to their own it was just how i felt at that time um and i just wanted to guarantee that he was going to marry me and um, it was a big thing for me to have a, a child kind of out of a marriage i was brought up quite traditionally and my views have changed a little bit now so we had our son Sebastian in 2015 Um, and then at that point your kind of focus has changed by that point you know a child a bigger commitment than a marriage really Um, but I think it was just the whole security name when you've got a child things change you know it's about the future and what if something happens to one of you and the legal side of things um and then he kept his word and then when seb was two um matt would always joke that when he proposed it would be i said it'll be something random like um a Tuesday night when Carnation Street's on, and it'll be totally underwhelming, and there'll be no big, you know, Instagramable so, yeah. picture or anything like that. And literally, it was it was exactly as I've had. It was Christmas Eve, twenty sixteen. Um, we were in the house. I was running around with fake tan on. I'd got I'd had my hair blow dried, so I'd pin curls in. I was in my scruffs, and I was cooking Seb's tea. Um and we'd been out at a party the night before so it was a bit delicate. Yeah. And that was like, Oh, you know, we've got a bottle of champagne in the fridge, let's open that tonight. I was like, I'm not having a drink, I'm rough. <laughs> and then he said, Oh, well I said, Oh, I'll make tea for about five o'clock and blah blah blah. He said, Why don't we eat after Seb goes to bed? No, 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 we'll eat together and, and, and anyway he managed to talk me out of it and obviously his plan was propose over dinner. Um anyway, I was in the middle. It was. I remember it vivid. I was in the kitchen and I had some music on and I was cooking, Seb was having sausage and mash and um, uh, I heard him, sh- abs come here. And I was like, Seb's tea's ready? And he's like, "Abby, will you come here? And I was like, ah, tea's ready. His sausages are getting cold. And he was like, "Abby, will you just come here a minute? And I went, came storming through into the lounge and I said, Seb's tea's ready, what's the matter? And he was down on one knee. Oh,
0: bless him. <laughs> With a really? ring
1: box. It was set. Um, and I always said I didn't want him to choose a ring because I I didn't know what was going to suit me or anything. I wanted to choose it together. Gotcha. And there was a Haribo ring in a, uh, a, a ring box, which was his mum's ring box. And um, he said, will you marry me? And I said, are you having a laugh? <laughs> um, was my initial response. I was so shocked. <laughs> and I didn't expo- uh, ex- expect it. And then... He said, I wouldn't be down on one knee if I was having a laugh. Do you want to marry me or not? And I was like, oh, my God, of course I do. And then we got up yeah, the yeah, and I yeah. looked down. And Seb had eaten the ring out of the, <laughs> the box. So we had to run up and get the pack of Haribo that he'd bought. And, and then get another ring. The- and then, well, no, because Sam wanted to eat them all at that point. So I think we've got about four rings through before I actually managed to get a picture um, of, of, of this the Harry Potter ring on with my pink curls in and my fake tan on.
0: So it, it probably says a lot about me. Um, to like the question that I'm thinking about, Abby is with his the Celsius, all right. Did Seb get his C. He dinner did get his tea, oh, all,
1: right, all right in the end.
0: No, I I I I I I've got I've got a couple of really good Wedding stories to tell you Because I actually got married in Vegas That's oh, it, and I got married it. in Vegas So uh, mm. next time we do an interview We'll talk a bit more about that But I mm. want to make sure we've got time to mm. Put a uh, folks on the charity So tell tell us a little bit about you So that was part one of Abby's interview She's a bit amazing, isn't she? Mm. Mm, yeah um, Let's move on to the end of the podcast Tis the and
2: end <laughs> Tis
0: the end of of another part. I am still morning question of the podcast. It feels a bit empty without question of the podcast at the end of the show. But as the book's coming out, just wanna sort of promote the book. Russ, do you wanna we've been really fortunate that loads of people have said really nice things about the podcast, haven't Um, they? Do you have any examples, Russ? Did you want me to elaborate? I wouldn't mind. Oh uh, but but you know what? Like that's number one, he tells an underwhelming story, and then number two, he's like, Do you, on a uh, podcast, uh, you want me to elaborate? Yes, yeah. It's right. monosyllabic podcasting, what, isn't it? What, what you've done there is you said to me, lots of people have said nice things, not be prepared for me to say. <laughs> A that good, good good feedback, Russ. Let me let me share a testimony testimonial then that might uh that might explain what's going on. Um and yeah, I mean, as I say, we have been incredibly lucky in relation to um people saying amazing stuff. Um, and you know, uh, we've got a wide range of people um saying uh, brilliant stuff about the book um, uh, one example is Keith Boyes, uh, thanks Keith um, friend of the show somebody who uh, I've got a lot of time for, runs a financial planning business up in Scotland who said during reading this book I walked past a homeless man man, and he's a spare change he said to which I said no and then one of the stories from the book popped into my head Um, uh, and he went back and gave the man a brownie he'd been saving. This book, The Kindness Project book, is a book that makes you reflect on your own character and relationships, what it means to be kind to yourself and others. It's a warm, enjoyable, inspirational read, packed full of wisdom and actionable ideas, which I absolutely love. From Keith, thank you so much for that testimonial. And in future weeks, we'll, uh, as as the book gets closer, I'm getting excited now, Russ. How close honest. is it, guys? When's
2: when's the due date? November. Oh,
0: criks! That's close. Yeah, isn't it? Well, which was. <laughs> Chris was saying about reading the manuscript. We sign off on that today. Next week we should have the original proof. Do um, we get a paper copy before it comes out? Russ? I, I, I think we get it's the copy. <laughs> we get a copy of the proof. Is your Apple Watch excited about the release of the book as well, Russ? Well, they didn't find it on the web. <laughs> 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 Not yet, but it will be. So well, it comes out in
2: November. Perfect
0: Christmas present. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I can't Perfect. think. I can't think of a better Christmas Christmas present uh, than this book, and that's why both you, Charlotte, and you, Russ, are going to get a copy. I appreciate it. You're really welcome. Why don't you give it to Charlotte for her birthday? Um, it's close
2: to November.
0: Uh, mate, what, what would you like? What would you like? Because you're um. Sophie just suggested that um, you should get it as a birthday, not a Christmas present. What do you prefer, Charlotte? If
2: it's coming for my birthday, it'll just
0: turn up in the post, won't it? Yeah, I'd rather wrap it. Yeah. yeah. I'd
2: okay, rather I'm wrap it. I'm
0: going to wrap it with one sheet of toilet paper. <laughs> or, do you want, or is that your present to Ch- Charlotte, Right, no. <laughs> uh, I might go to I will go Christmas, send a rob.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm out of the the yeah. no, what you need to do. You need to get a whole entire roll of toilet paper. Get all the sheets, and then you need to meticulously, instead of wrapping it, you wrap it, and then you meticulously stick each and every one like a puzzle.
0: Sorry, what? What? Sorry, I
2: thought
0: oh, we were. Oh, you going know to... I love puzzles so that's great. Hey, yeah, that hey, oh, is a good. That is a good idea. Puzzles? DIY. DIY toilet paper.
2: Yeah, Did,
0: I'll get me sewing needle out, stitch them back together. <laughs> I, I'm not convinced a toilet paper not. puzzle is going to catch on any all, time soon. That's all you need when you're desperate for the toilet. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll put the puzzle together first. Yeah, exactly. I, I need I need to use the loo. Let me just do this Sudoku. <laughs> um, right, on that note, have a lovely Wait and
2: Master, allow me to use the toilet.
0: <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Have a lovely week and we will see you on the Kindness Project soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.